It's a Tuesday, so you know what that means. It is a top Tuesday, and we are going to talk about the top three reasons why the Razorback basketball team will make the NCAA tournament. This is the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. You are Locked On Razorbacks, your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome into the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. I am your host, John Neighbors. I am also the host of Out of Bounds. You can catch every weekday afternoon from 1 to 4 on 1037thebuzz and 1037thebuzz.com. Hope everybody's having a wonderful Tuesday. As, you know, I kind of like doing Tuesday shows. I like doing all the podcasts, but Tuesdays have kind of become more fun when we start doing, you know, top list, top three normally when it comes to uh, Razorback sports and everything. And it seems like a lot of you do enjoy it and appreciate it as well. And if there's ever any recommendations or any, uh, you know, questions or anything like that, that you all would like to know more about when it comes to what we could do top Tuesday on, just let me know uh, via social media or in the comment section or, or whatever you may need to do. Cause uh, I do enjoy it. And sometimes I enjoy, you know, being able to of course approach things that you all want to hear about too. And today I wanted to shift gears towards the basketball team because I know we've talked a lot about hot and heavy uh, football, which is great. But now that football's kind of taken a, a little bit of a step back when it comes to some of the things going on with it, the uh, news, which is slow, which is fine for right now. But once that changes, of course, we'll dive into it and do the best things that we can as well. Uh, but today I wanted to talk about the top three reasons why the Arkansas Razorbacks will make the NCAA tournament. Now, a lot of you are probably hearing this being like, Ooh, wow, really going out on the limb, say they're making the NCAA tournament. Hey, shut up. Just a few weeks ago, they were not even in the NCAA tournament conversation. They were barely in the NIT conversation, all right? And now things have changed. And even though, like, Joe Lenardi, for instance, has them as a team that's uh, in the NCAA tournament, it's not very solid. I think he had them as a 10 seed at this point in time. So you could call that a bubble team, whatever it is. But I believe we're going to make the NCAA tournament. I think you believe the Razorbacks are going to make the NCAA tournament. And so we're going to talk about those three reasons as to why they will. And we'll start with the number three reason that the Razorbacks will make the NCAA tournament this year is the emergence of Jalen Williams. Now, Jalen Williams last year was a really good player. And even in the beginning parts of this year, everyone kind of knew he was a good player. So it's not like suddenly, wow, where'd this guy come from? He, he, no one saw this coming. He came out of nowhere. How was he able to do all this? Well, it's it's because he has been a player that was going to be heavily relied on this year. And I think over the past few weeks, especially, he's been even more so having to be relied on because he is the only player with his size and his ability that can be able to play for the Razorbacks in the way that he tries to play. And anytime he comes off the court and has to sit on the bench, it's it's never a good thing. You know, Connor Vanover pretty much has become a non-factor. He doesn't play. So there goes one big man. Uh, Kamani Johnson uh, has has come in and helped, but with injury and suspension, he's been un unable to find consistency there. So he hasn't been able to do it. So you're basically left with Jalen Williams, your six foot ten uh, guy down low that can do so many different things well, and he's been able to prove that over the past few games, especially during this time where. Arkansas has gone on this win streak. And we'll go back to starting it at the Missouri game. Because, again, we're talking about the emergence. We're talking about the difference that he's been and the difference that he's made. He's had some other good games this year, too. But starting with the Missouri game, uh, he had 13 points in that game as well as 10 rebounds. 
You know, so you get a double-double. And he also has three assists in that game, two steals, and only one turnover. So, you know, pretty solid game for him. 31 minutes, he was efficient, sit five of eight from the field. Uh, pretty good for him. But then, I guess, uh, I'm sorry, three of seven from the field uh, in that game, too. So then you take it to the next game. On the road against LSU, 34 minutes he played in this game. 11 points, 13 rebounds, as well as three steals, two blocks, and two assists. Great game out of him. He goes four of seven from the field, uh, one of two from three-point land, where, of course, he hit the big-time three late in the game that ended up sealing the deal for the Razorbacks and once again got his double-double. And then he gets South Carolina. Missed the double-double, but uh, 19 points and nine rebounds, still pretty good. Two assists for him there and one steal. Goes 5 of 11 from the field, 9 of 10 from the free throw line, so really effective there. And that was only in 26 minutes of play. And then against Texas A&M, where Arkansas got that overtime victory, 14 points, 11 rebounds, 3 assists, 3 blocks, 6 steals, and only 2 turnovers. 5 of 10 from shooting. That's 42 minutes of play. Uh, I mean, you can't even put... Uh, uh, any sort of price on that type of performance by Jalen Williams. And then on the road against Ole Miss, 18 points, eight rebounds, three assists, three blocks, two steals, and uh, four turnovers. They had too many turnovers there. But 36 minutes of play, six to 10 from the field, two of three from the three-point line, all of those things. And then West Virginia, even though he was three of 13, did not shoot the ball well at all, he still gets 12 points, 15 rebounds, one assist, two blocks, two steals. So, the point is, is that Jalen Williams has been a huge factor for this team. And, you know, obviously J.D. Note has been really good. Odyssey Tony has stepped up at times. Stanley Mude has stepped up at times. I think Devo has gotten better, uh, still has some problems, still has some struggles, but he has gotten better. But the team, the thing is, is that they needed somebody besides Note. And this was like this for the beginning part of the season. They needed somebody besides Note to step up offensively and make plays. Like, I'm not just talking about shooting well. I'm talking about somebody that creates, somebody that finds, somebody that makes good decisions. Jalen Williams has been that guy. He has been that difference. And I don't think it's any sort of coincidence that over the past six games that Arkansas has won, Jalen Williams has been consistent in his offensive and defensive game and filling up the stat sheet to where teams don't really know how to handle him. They don't know what to do with him because they can't foul him because he can make his free throws. He can go out and he can shoot threes. He's not the greatest three-point shooter, but he can make them. You know, he can go inside. He can take, he's taken more charges than anybody I've ever seen in my life. I, I think he's up to 20 charges now this year. It's like the MasterCard, charging credit cards. It's lame and cliche. I'm letting it stick, though. I'm riding with it. But you get my point. He has been incredible, and he's been the difference for this team. And the, I think that he has to be one of, and in this case, the number three reason why Arkansas will make the NCAA tournament this year. Because if you can continue to continue to have some sort of consistency at his play this year, and seeing what he's done over the past six games, if he can continue to do that game in and game out, you're going to win a lot of games. And you're going to be looking really good doing it. And it's going to travel on the road, which we know is really important to win in the SEC. You know, there might be less football being played, but betonline.net has way more odds and info for this playoff season. From scores, totals, player performance props, to where the next fire coach is going to land, BetOnline is the number one spot for all things NFL betting in 2022. And it's not just football. BetOnline.net's basketball, hockey, boxing, and UFC odds coverage is the best in the business. From sports right down to your favorite Vegas casino games, BetOnline is the number one online wagering destination. BetOnline, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports and play your favorite game 
So head over to betonline.net where the game starts. You are locked on Razorbacks, your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, continuing on this top Tuesday with the top three reasons as to why the Razorbacks will make the NCAA tournament this year. We'll go to the number two reason, and I think everybody kind of saw this one coming, defense. Plain and simple, clear as day, clear as crystal, whatever you want to say. It's there. The defense is very evident, and that is the reason why Arkansas has really gotten things going uh, with the SEC schedule and been able to win a lot of these games. So if you look at the overall points per game that Arkansas has given up so far this year. If you look at just that number, it's not very good because we know that early in the SEC slate, as well as times during the non-conference slate, Arkansas's defense was putrid. It was terrible. They were giving up wide open three-point shots all day long. They were not closing in. They were not rotating defensively. Like They were just not doing any of these things that you need to do in order to play solid team defense. The offense was there. Like Arkansas is still, I believe, uh, third or fourth in scoring in the SEC so far this year, averaging points per game. So the offense has always been there, even though you know the shooting and the three-pointers and all that haven't been great. Offense has been there. It's been the defense that has been so terrible. Well, how has Arkansas won these six straight games? Has it been with their offense? Sure, it's helped. But what's the difference? defense you know Arkansas gave up 81 points to Texas or 86 points to Texas A&M earlier this year you know they they gave up over 80 points to many different teams this year they gave up like 75 points to Vanderbilt and Vanderbilt's a team that like averages 65 so it was just bad but now that they've gotten their defense turned around you're starting to see the results of their success now granted saying this I'm going to completely admit that the teams they have played in this stretch of six games they're not big time offensive threats I'm not going to try to pretend that they're out there scoring 80 points a game. We'll find out later in the SEC schedule how Arkansas's defense does against some of these better offensive teams. Let's admit that. Let's get that out of the way. But still, considering that Arkansas was still giving up a lot of points to bad offensive teams beforehand, you got to give them credit now when they're slowing down these teams. And so I started doing crunching the numbers, if you will. You know, I went on the Google machines and started you know uh, searching some stuff when it comes to some of the stats and especially when it comes to the sec now arkansas if you think about it from the perspective of this year they rank bottom of the barrel when it comes to defensive and points per game in fact if you're just looking at the exact numbers and i'm doing it right here arkansas ranks ninth they rank ninth in the sec and points given up defensively the number one team is of course lsu where LSU has given up 59.3 points per game on the season. Their offense isn't there, but their defense is there as well. So that's that's pretty good. That's pretty tough. But if you look at the last six games, and again, I know it's a small sample size, and you got to do it for other teams too, but let's just look at what Arkansas has done when since they got it turned around. LSU gives up 59.3 points per game. Arkansas, all right, Arkansas over the past six games has given up 59.2 points per game. That's an insane turnaround to where Arkansas was almost averaging and giving up 70 points per game leading up to the start of this win streak. 70 points. You're talking about an 11-point difference from then to now. 
Again, I understand they haven't played some great offensive teams, but what they have done is that they have been able to communicate better. They've been able to figure out their roles better. They've been closing out on the three-point shooter a lot better. All these things involved, they have been better at as a team, and it's showing. The numbers speak for themselves, if you will. And that right there is where if you can point to something of saying, okay, well, this is why Arkansas is going to continue on to do what they do, it's defense. The old adage is that defense travels, you know, no matter where you're on the road or playing at home, if you have good defense, that's something that can be consistent. Like defense is not going to, the crowd can't get into your head as far as defense. It's more about getting into your head offensively, if anything. Uh, but if you, as long as you continue to have good defense and good energy and good rotations and good communications, you're going to be in a position to slow down a lot of these good offensive teams, no matter if you play them at home or on the road. Like we all know that, but the thing that I've loved so much about it is that Arkansas, who's not a very good shooting team, who gets to the free throw line a lot, is able to make a lot of free throws, which is great. They have been able to do it strictly on defense, and that's right there. If you want to point to something, it's that. I think that Musselman has been able to figure out how to get his guys understanding that, and that's what makes them so dangerous. Now, this week, you go up against Georgia, of course, on the road. Not a great offensive team. You got Mississippi State at home. Also not a very great offensive team. But when you get Auburn at home on Tuesday night, a week from today, actually, which is just wild to think it's already there, uh, could be, should be the number one team in the country. That's when you'll be able to see exactly how good your defense is. All right, where does it stack up against one of the better offensive teams, not only in the SEC, but in the country? That'll be a good measuring stick. But I just want to give credit where credit is due. This defense has been electric over the past six games. And as long as they continue to build upon that and have that confidence defensively, the offense will come along with it. Transition baskets, uh, steals, uh, you know, fouls, whatever it is, because, you know, teams will get frustrated. And, you know, it, it just is a it's a cause and effect thing. If, as long as you keep having this, it causes other elements of the game to go your way. And so I love what I'm seeing from the defense. And I'm loving that they are playing a team defense where, they, you know, compared to last year, we'd have to look at the numbers, but we know that that was a big difference for Arkansas last year. Yeah, they were a good offensive team. They had good offensive pieces and good offensive threats, but their defense is what set them apart. If Arkansas can continue to play at a clip like that, where they're holding opponents to around 60 points a game, and also they've held the six straight opponents to under 40% shooting, which, of course, is a huge factor, too. If they can continue to do that, big ask, tall tale, tall task for them. But as long as they're able to continue to do that and at least be around that number, they're going to win a lot of games and they're going to be right back into the NCAA tournament and not only making the NCAA tournament, but going far in the NCAA tournament. So the number two reason why I think the Razorbacks will make the NCAA tournament is that defense, baby. Keep those numbers up. Don't want to know those rookie numbers. I want to get to those uh, professional numbers there. This episode of Locked on Razorbacks podcast is brought to you by Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing number of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. So save time and money when you use Rock Auto. Why choose to spend 30, 50, or even 100% more on the same parts from a chain store or car dealership when you just use Rock Auto? It's a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years, and Rock Auto prices are reliably low for every customer. Go and explore their easy-to-use website today and find the solution for your auto parts needs. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Be sure to write Locked On in the How Did You Hear About Us box so that they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the car parts you will ever need at rockauto.com.
Razorbacks, your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, so the number one reason as to why the Razorback basketball team will make the NCAA tournament this year, call it cliche, call it lame, call it uh, anticlimactic, whatever. It's Eric Musselman. Now, for those of you who know me and have followed me on social media and listened to this podcast, you know I'm a must fan. I'm, I'm on the must bus. I'm not saying the man's perfect. I'm not saying he's the perfect coach. I don't know if he'll ever win a national championship here. I'd love it, but I'm a fan, and I know that he's been around the block enough when it comes to the game of basketball to know what winning looks like and to know how to uh, approach winning and get the team to be a winner no matter what. And so earlier this year when things were going so sour, we were all trying to scratch our heads and say, like, okay, so why did this happen? How did, how did Arkansas, how did we go from being a top 10 team where everyone was giving us so much praise to being a team that was such a terrible product that was getting put up on the court? This isn't a must team. Like, is this something we're going to have to deal with? Is this something we're going to have to see? And, of course, now everything's changed, and uh, the entire mood and, and vibe for this team is a complete 180 from what it was. And, of course, you got to give credit to the players, and you got to look at the schedule and, and all of that. But you got to give credit to Muss. Muss knows what it takes to win. He, you know, he's been at NBA teams, at D-League teams, at other college basketball teams, like in Nevada and obviously here at Arkansas. He, his, his family has been in coaching, you know, of course, his dad being a great coach, like coaching's in his DNA. And those are the types to where it's like, even when things look bad and look grim and they're not going the way that you want them to or believe they should, you always have the belief that because you have him, because he's the one on the sidelines, you got your yourself a shot. Like, I don't know if Arkansas will always be the better team on the court against everyone they play. I don't know if that'll ever happen. But what I do know is I know that the other team, the other coaching staff's not going to out-prepare Muss. And in most cases, he's not they're not going to out-coach Muss. Now, it is possible because there are some great coaches out there that Arkansas is going to have to face and go up against that could be great coaches and could out-coach Muss. So I don't want to make it sound like he never does. But as long as Muss is on your sideline, you have to have confidence with it. Now, don't take this comparison the wrong way, but this is just how I feel about it. Must reminds me almost of a Petrino to where I don't know what the game is going to hold. I don't know how it's going to go, but I at least have full confidence that my coach is going to be able to put forth a plan that could win the game. That may not be executed, it may be the other team is just better. Like those things could happen. But I have full faith that Musk will be able to put forth a winning plan that if it's executed, the Hogs are going to be successful. Like I have full confidence in that. And as long as that's put together, you're going to be in every game. Like Musk knows what winning looks like. He knows what a team should look like to not only get to the tournament, but make a run into the tournament. Like he understands that. He knows what it looks like. It takes a little bit sometimes to mold it into that. We know that this year it's taken a little bit to mold it into the product that they're wanting to be, but he knows and he's seeing it and his mood is completely different because I think that when they were struggling in his press conference, you could tell he was like, I wish I had answers for you guys. And when I, what some people took that as like, oh, he's completely lost, lost locker room, whatever it is. I'm like, no, 
I'm taking that as he's doing all the things that it takes to win. It's just up to the team, up to the players, up to the chemistry that they have to execute it. He can't make them execute. They have to go out and do it. That's how I took it. And then now that they have figured it out and how to execute that plan and execute the game plan, you're seeing the results from it. And so with Muss, as long as you have him, as long as you have him doing the things that he does and having that presence on the sidelines and motivating this team and energizing this team, you're going to see the success that comes along with it. And we know from last year and even the year before that Muss's prime time as a coach is usually a point at this point in time of the year, that's when his teams get going. And we know that the turnaround has already happened. Is this the time that the team gets going? I believe so. I don't know what, are they going to go on a 10-game win streak? I'd love that. Would love it. That'd be cool. But we know the SEC is a really tough conference. They're back into the mix, though. And they're third in the SEC West, and not in the SEC West, the SEC in general. They're third. And they got a lot of quality games in front of them that will be able to help them make up some ground, not only in the SEC, but in the NCAA tournament when it comes to their net rankings. I mean, you got Auburn coming up. You got Kentucky coming up. Both of those teams are the two best teams in the conference, and you get them at home. How big is that? You got Tennessee twice, another top 25 team. You got LSU back at home once again. You go on the road to Florida. Like You're going to have opportunities. You're going to have chances to be able to win some of these big games and continue to climb up that ladder when it comes to the net rankings. And the reason you'll be able to do that is because you have Eric Musselman as your coach who knows how to beat these teams, who knows how to execute, has to put in game plans to where it can be executed correctly. And he knows how big home court advantage can be, which we know Arkansas is going to have their toughest games the rest of the way at home. That's big. So I look forward to it. I can't wait to see how the rest of it plays out. I can't wait to see what Musk puts together as far as game plans and everything. And I know that uh, a lot of you may be, uh, still you know, res kind of reserved, maybe scaling back a little bit, be like, okay, I'm feeling good, but let's let's see us get that big win. Let's see this continue on in this win streak because being a 10 seed in bracketology for Joe Lenardi doesn't make me feel comfortable. And you're right, it shouldn't. Like you shouldn't say, well, we're for sure in the NCAA tournament when you have half the conference schedule left and you're a 10 seed in, the, in bracketology. Like you shouldn't feel comfortable with that. But listen, the emergence of Jalen Williams the way that this team is playing defense, and the fact that you have Eric Musselman as your coach, those are three reasons to be really excited about the opportunity you will have the rest of the way to not only win big games, exciting games, but to also make the NCAA tournament. And once you get there, as we all know, it's a crapshoot. Anything can happen. Arkansas could lose in the first round. They could make the Final Four. You never know. That's what makes the tournament so great. But it's just about getting there. Get to the final 68 teams. And after that, it's no holds barred. It's up to you as a team, as a coaching staff, to be able to make it possible. But getting there is absolutely in play. And those are the top three reasons why the Razorback basketball team will make the NCAA tournament. Appreciate everybody listening into the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. Be sure to like and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or on Google Play. Also, be sure to subscribe to the YouTube page at Locked On Razorbacks. You can get after me on Twitter at BuzzJohnNeighbors for any questions, comments, concerns that you may have. We'll keep it going from there. Same podcast time, same podcast channel tomorrow afternoon. Have a great day, everybody. We'll see you then.